That was Bulls on Parade from Rage Against a Machine. Welcome, you're listening to another show, Student Radio Maastricht, here at RTV Maastricht 107.5 FM. I am Katinka, one of the hosts tonight here in the studio with me is Helena. Hello. And taking care of all our tech is Zaki once again. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome. And um, yeah, what are we going to talk about today? We figured it was time to take some time uh, to do a show maybe about all the riots and regulations that's kind of uh, our topic for today what's going on what's the current situation in the netherlands how bad is this covid lockdown uh, what's been happening the last few weeks um, we don't we haven't talked about it that much for uh, for a few weeks so we figured maybe it's time to um, adjust the topic again so yeah 
in Helena, case, yeah, in case you forgot going on yeah <laughs> in case you forgot that corona is still going on <laughs> yeah it is yeah so yesterday there was another press conference and um i don't i don't know not much changed obviously lockdown has been extended by three more weeks which yeah. means that right now we're looking at another month at least how are you guys doing with that uh, I don't know anymore, you know, I'm kind of starting to feel numb <laughs> a little yeah. bit, you know, but uh, I think I would be happy if at least they lift the curfew because I feel like that's uh, one more uh, thing to think about, you know, that is kind of stressful. I don't know, you can't even have a dinner anymore, you know, with one friend, you know, following the rules yeah. that we will mm -hmm. talk about. But, you know, so it's kind of... It's kind of getting a little bit heavy, and yesterday I was a little bit sad when I found out that we were gonna extend it. That they were gonna extend it until the second. Uh, so, yeah, Even longer. How's that for you, Zaki? Wait, I completely missed this new news. They're extended it until the second of March. Yes. Oh, fun. Okay. <laughs> I mean, for me, it's not that bad. I mean, like, because. I'm in general. I'm pretty introverted on my own. I can last on my own in my space for my in my room for a long period of time. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> I'm really good at it. I mean, even the first lockdown, it was rough because I just missed seeing people, and so I just had to go out on walks to just like see other people's faces and hear other people's voices. But even now with the curfew, it's not even that bad. It's like you know, I'm not even going to go anywhere else anyway right now, and so it wasn't like the curfew. My life didn't really change at all. All right. Well, lucky, but also I don't know. I'm a bit sad, Suki. <laughs> like, like it sounds like you have no no place to be anywhere. And I guess that's also by now that is true. I mean, you as well, Suki. You've been out of a job for so long. You know, you used to work in a restaurant, which is obviously in the evening. But we're so used to there's nothing to do anyways by now. So that was kind of my feeling. Like, okay, nothing changes and. I have this longing towards a situation which I barely remember what it was like, I guess. Mm. Um, but I do agree with you, Helena, the curfew. For me, that was another psychological hit, kind of. Yeah. And it's also because I have, um, you know, family living in Maastricht. So if I have dinner with my parents now, we have to eat earlier so that I have the time to get home quickly. And around eight o'clock, I start feeling like a criminal and just paranoid looking around me when I'm walking home. And I'm like, oh, is, it, is it nine o'clock yet? Am I doing anything wrong? <laughs> that feeling. And I'm just being at home, doing mm. nothing. Yeah, that's exactly what I mean. I mean, when you said, you know, it, it's the psychological toll that it takes, you know, because it's also like, okay, first of all, yeah, if you do go somewhere, um, yeah, like like you said, even a dinner with your family, and then you have to start feeling paranoid. And then I think also, if you don't go anywhere, then you still know that there's like more, uh, like more things going on, you know, there's even, you know, solitary people that like to take walks at night you know or some stuff yeah. like that so it's kind of like I don't know it's just even more restrictions in a time where we can find comfort in very little you know so it's kind of like adding this obviously is not ideal but yeah yeah, yeah but there's a big but there is it needed do you guys feel that this is something that we have to do now is it fair that we get these restrictions okay what are your feelings about that I mean, I personally think that we should have been in a full lockdown at the beginning last year when as soon as the pandemic like began, I think it should have just been like hard lockdown for like a month 
because I mean, I, th- I, I, just, I, I, of course, I've not looked at, not done a comparative studies of all the statistics in all the different countries, but I look at all the different countries that did harder lockdowns, and those are the ones that tend to that I've noticed fared better with the pandemic. Yeah, I mean, I mean, even as an American, you know, I'm glad not. It's it's just, even here it was a lot more than what was done in the United States. So, yeah, I. Yeah, I, I feel you. Like I, I just want to say, don't get me started. Like this has been my main frustration since, um, well, especially since this lockdown started. Also in the beginning of the academic year, actually in the summer was when when I got mad because all of a sudden we went out of a lockdown. Things were going, you know, better. We were kind of at the point where we are now. If you look at the amount of infections and stuff. Um, we got some more freedom, but the only reason was because it's summer and we have to be able to go on a holiday because that is what I deserve and that is my right, right? That kind of attitude. Mm. And I think that is the biggest mistake that we made um, or that our government made or whoever you want to blame it on. But here, if we talk about the restrictions that we just went out of a lockdown because of our luxury, and I do feel that this whole situation, this whole pandemic is a, is a luxury problem. The reason that we got into a pandemic is because there's people with money who travel the world, get into planes, go on holidays, go, yeah. you know, work at the also, you know, work at the other side of the world and just fly there and back every day. But the problem is that these people are still doing that. Yeah. So that's that's what I am feeling uncomfortable with, you know, because, OK, first of all, well, my opinion and all of this is just like I feel like they should have put us in a harder lockdown in October because they when there was like you know around Black Friday the city yeah. center was stuff su- like that why super could we have a Black people. Friday yeah exactly you know so like there they could have closed us and maybe now we could be coming out of it you know like in other countries like in Italy for example even there which is like complete chaos let's face it but even they can go you know uh, there's like some days that for example the restaurants can open they could do that you know like do okay I don't know. I mean, obviously, I'm not an expert in, yeah. in any of this, but you know, in the like uh, ideological way, I, I yeah, would exactly. I would like that you know they could open you know certain days or like find other ways to like reduce the flow of people, but like still allow kind of uh, some life yeah. to <laughs> to happen. Yeah, definitely. So <laughs> our next song is uh, one that I found actually online. Uh, it's uh, made by a farmer who very much agrees with this. So the song is in Dutch. So I'm going to give a little bit of an introduction for the people that don't speak Dutch. So you know, um, what is this about? It's called Boerenverstand. So like, um, oh, I don't even know how to translate that. <laughs> yeah, it's like you can think about it for a minute. Uh, but it's made by a farmer and he put it on YouTube in September. And what he's really talking about is you are putting down all the farmers. We have these restrictions. The stores have to close, but people are are still flying to Spain and Turkey because we have to be in a holiday. So why are we hurting the parts of our economy and our society that we all need? And the people on top there in this luxury bubble are still allowed to do these things. And, and, you know, we don't want to give up that luxury while that is actually the problem. And he uh, made a song back in September and I think if we look back now you know the time until summer until now so after he released his song on YouTube um, I, I I just want to f- say I feel you Arno and <laughs> I think you're right and um, yeah there are some decisions to be made um, the sound quality is not the best because it is um, 
from YouTube. So you see a video of him playing the guitar. So it's a home recording next to a cow that just gave birth to her calves. They're there, so you will hear them as well. And I think it was just a wonderful feeling of how pure this is and um, how we have to deal with these problems. And there's a lot to think about when we make these decisions of restrictions and um, and everything else we're going to talk about after this song. So this is Boerenverstand from Arno Meijerman. from Arno Meijerman. Uh, you're listening to Student Radio Maastricht here at RTV Maastricht 107.5 FM. I'm Katinka here in the studio with Helena. Hello. And Zaki. Hello, hello, hello. And uh, Zaki just, uh, yeah, we talked a little bit about how can we translate that the best, Boerenverstand. Yeah, Google Translate um, translates it as common sense, but the way I would think of it is like, so Boerenverstand is like farmers and then Verstand is like the sense. So I would yeah. think of it as like the sense that a farmer has, you know, very basic, you know, basic ideas that you know you don't necessarily have to be educated to understand these things yeah, but plain simple this is what it is and don't turn around the point don't talk around it you know just uh, these are the facts that's it and uh yeah exactly that's kind of the, the idea 
Lovely song. Um, yeah, we're talking about um, rights and regulations, basically. The whole situation that we have to deal with, we have been dealing with, and uh, we wanted to take some time to discuss all that. So, yeah, travel. Let's dive into travel a little bit. Um, Helena, what do you think about travel? Should we still do it? Do huh. do we have to think about anything? What are your, uh, your thoughts and opinions? Yeah, I mean, well, personally, okay, even, okay, even though I wouldn't necessarily, um, you know, follow blindly everything the government says just because it's the government saying it. Let's start from there. Even though sure, I'm yeah. one of these people, I do believe that, you know, in this situation, we should follow what the government is saying. <laughs> because, like, I don't know, I don't think it's appropriate. Also, like, socially, you know, to, like, go on holiday right now to wherever you want to go. And just because it's not it's not a necessary trip, you know, already. OK, there's like some gray gray area on if visiting your family is a necessary mm. trip or not. But holidays are definitely not a necessary trip. For example, I don't know. In my study, there's a lot of people who have been kind of stuck here since they came because they come from far away and they don't, they can't go home, you know, so like they can't even go visit their families. So I, I don't know. I think it's a little bit, you know. I don't know. I also, at the same time, you know, everyone is free to do what they want. <laughs> so I guess, you know, like yeah. if, if, if it's still allowed to buy a ticket and go and you're, you're doing the tests and stuff. I don't know. But like you were saying earlier, I feel like it's still like this top bubble of uh, people that still get to do what they want. Because it's also like, for example, I don't know, I could not afford to go on vacation right now. Not just because, OK, I apart from buying the tickets, I would also have to pay for, I don't know, at least three tests or something like before yeah. leaving and two, one before coming back and one when I arrive or something like that. We're going to talk about the regulations. I'm not even sure, but mm -hmm. I'm sure you know uh, better. So, yeah, that's also another pro problem, you know, so it's kind of like, OK, if you can pay for it, then you can afford to go and still do what you want, you know, or like, oh, right. if you can if pay... If you have enough money, yeah, then you, you get the freedom to yeah. travel around if you and can spread pay, the virus. Yeah, <laughs> if you can pay the fine, then you can break the curfew. If you can pay for the tests, you can go travel, you know, mm. I don't know. So I just, yeah, I don't think that's the best thing. So I think it should be in the, in the common sense of each person to kind of like stick to the regulations as much as we can so we can all get out of this, you know, because, yeah, we're all tired <laughs> of this not just yeah i don't know <laughs> yeah i feel yeah i feel yeah <laughs> what are your thoughts Saki? yeah no i completely agree with you elena i mean i personally like i mean i haven't been back to my home country since 2018 you know it's yeah. going on three years now um so i mean there's no really no to me there's really no reason why you would be traveling at this traveling right now just if you don't have to you know yeah. like if you're just going on a holiday there's really no need because you know there's not only the risk to yourself but then if you're visiting even if I'm visiting family like if I were to go to Los Angeles and visit my grandfather my grandfather is in his 80s and he has Parkinson's I'm not going to get him sick with coronavirus yeah. I'm not going to take that risk and so there's this I feel like there's just a lack of just forethought in you know, how my actions can then affect other people. Yeah, exactly. And I get it. I would love to go on a holiday. I would love to see, you know, my best friend lives in South Africa. So that's far away. And I would love to go there. But I also haven't been there for a few years. I was going to go two years ago. And then last year, not. <laughs> and now again, like, okay, <laughs> we'll have to wait. Um, yeah, if we talk about the regulations for traveling. So the gov government of the Netherlands posted a new checklist for travel. 
in and out of the Netherlands in January. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and if you look it up, so that's what uh, Sarah did. Sarah helped us out a little bit with all the journalism for this episode. Thank mm-hmm. you, Sarah. Yeah, thank you, Sarah. <laughs> and uh, hopefully she can be here soon as well. But since she's in Germany, coming to Maastricht, and there's quarantine and everything included, not yet, but she will be uh, in the studio soon. But anyways, so if you look that up, what are what you know on the official government website? So from the Rijksoverheid, it literally says, "Do not travel to the Netherlands." So those are yeah. the regulations. Yeah. Yeah, which is, I mean, funny. We can talk about how blunt and honest Dutch people are. But I, <laughs> that, uh, for me, that was weird. Like, I get it. Also, that's no regulations. Because you cannot say do not travel, but there's planes going and there's trains going and there's cars going. So that's a bit confusing. But that, yeah, obviously, it is a general idea that we should stop traveling. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's some... So you have to take the... the so a negative test that you must have, uh, it cannot be older than 72 hours uh, prior to your arrival in the Netherlands. Also, it doesn't go for border students and border workers. So if you live right across the border, then you don't have to have a test every time, obviously. Uh, you also don't have to quarantine. But if you travel here, and it doesn't matter if you come by car, by train, because um, we see the messengers and sharing is caring, right? But yeah. I'm coming with the car, so do I have to quarantine? Yes, you're coming from a different country, yeah. so you have to quarantine for 10 days after your arrival. And even with a negative test, you have to self-quarantine. And this is also something that our government told us in the last press conference. People don't do that. Uh, over half of the people that travel back home and travel to the Netherlands, they don't stick to the quarantine. And yeah, that is... That's dangerous. I think that's why we never <laughs> get out of this situation. Yeah, I feel like if you don't want to quarantine, just stay. Yeah, just stay <laughs> where you are and then you don't have to quarantine. Um, yeah, let's uh, go into the regulations a bit more because we have had some updates yesterday and we would like to inform everybody about that. But uh, I think it's time for another song, right? Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I think right now we have to take a break and just think about everything that's going on, think about other people, and think about Aretha Franklin. Yes. Yes. The song is Think by Aretha Franklin. You know, classic music. Just now. I ain't no psychiatrist, I ain't no doctor with the greens. 
Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Student Radio Maastricht. This is RTV Maastricht 107.5. Sorry. Um, I don't know what's happening to me today. Maybe I should think a little bit more. <laughs> This was uh, Think by Aretha Franklin. And uh, we're uh, here talking today about the whole Corona situation once again, and specifically more about the current regulations and the riots and protests that have been going on. Oh my God, I'm sorry. Something is going on in the studio. We have uh, some uh, defective windows, but everything is okay. <laughs> sorry. We're, we're alive, we're alive. <laughs> it's, yeah. always, it's always a reminder <laughs> that this is our student radio, student radio Maastricht. So, um, also live radio, right? Yeah, Things happen. Exactly. Windows <laughs> open when we don't expect them to. And yeah. they kick lights and plants off and uh, it's fine. We'll survive. Nobody got hurt. That's the important thing. So I'm here in the studio with uh, Katinka Hi. <laughs> and Zaki. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. And uh, Katinka, take it away. Yeah, so we talked a little bit about um, restrictions already. So traveling, mm -hmm. I think that's a big thing, obviously, in the Netherlands, in Europe, um, but especially here in Maastricht, because we do have so many international students. Um, that are in our city, internationals in general, and obviously we're surrounded by borders <laughs> here in our province. So I think tra traveling is a very big topic here. And what we've seen in the last year is that borders have been closed and they're opened up again. And, and they say that they closed them, but you can still cross them to get your cigarettes or cheaper groceries. So there's a lot of confusion there. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's very simple. Right? If you are going to travel, For whatever reason, please only do it when it's necessary. But if you have to travel and you need um, a negative, I wanted to say a positive, but no, <laughs> a negative <laughs> test uh, that is not older than 72 hours. So prior to your arrival, arrival in the Netherlands, but also when you leave, then you have to have that before you can uh, board your plane or train. So you have to have it on you. You have to quarantine for 10 days. And if you come from a high risk, um, place i don't know which those are like that changes a lot as well but you can find find that online whatever the netherlands thinks is a high-risk country yep. um, but if you arrive from one of those places you always need to have a negative test uh, and quarantine uh, so stay home and that does not go for border workers or students so for everybody that's studying in maastricht but they live right across the border in belgium um, then you can just go but There are forms online that you need to have stating that where you live, where you study or where you live, where you work uh, or like a letter from uh, from your employer, stuff like that. So I think that's the most important travel regulations. Yeah. And then obviously there's more. <laughs> so we had a press conference yesterday and basically not a lot has changed. But also I do notice and we see a lot of posts on Facebook and uh, people that ask questions about this. By now, nobody knows what the regulations actually are anymore because it changes so much every week. We've had Christmas and it's different before Christmas, different on Christmas days and then different on New, New Year's Eve. And now we're in January and nobody knows where we are anymore. Uh, February, actually, <laughs> February. Uh, but you have to, you you can have a maximum of one visitor a day at home. So just one person that comes per day. Then outside, you can be with no more than two people. So it's just you and a friend and you have to keep your distance if you do not li live in the same household. Uh, libraries, learning spaces, actually all public spaces, everything is closed. 
uh, and there's the curfew that goes from 9 p.m. until 4.30 a.m. So we're not allowed to be on the streets anymore unless you're coming or going to work. But then you need a form or if it's for like a medical uh, necessity or emergency or something like that. And that is going to change a little bit. So from next week on, uh, the curfew will still be in place. We'll get an update about that next week. Um, but they're going to not open up the stores, but you'll be all the stores will be able to do uh, pickups. So if you want those jeans from the New Yorker and they do not have a website, then finally you can go there, pick them up, but we're still not allowed to go into the stores. And besides that, not a lot will change. So the curfew will have to wait an update for that. Um, Oh, and very important, no alcohol after 8 p.m. That's going to stay in place. Or weed. So, yeah, or weed, yeah, or <laughs> cannabis. So the coffee shops are closed from uh, 8 p.m. on. And in the, in the stores, you're not, you cannot get your beer or wine anymore after 8 a.m. So I think that's it. And there's some more updates on elementary education. So that's going to open. Schools are going to open up again, but high schools are still talking about it. So we'll have to wait for updates on that as well for all the parents that are listening. Yeah. So, yeah. And then, I don't know, I wanted to also uh, chime in to remind people to keep using the the hand sanitizer and to keep washing yes. your hands because I feel like as a lot of people are now like, they don't care so much anymore. Like I noticed that the supermarket people don't clean so much their, nope. their you know, what to call them, their baskets and stuff. So I think... Yeah, just like a reminder that, you know, clean hands, wear a mask, you know, start there. Clean your <laughs> masks as well. Throw them in a washing machine every now and then. Yeah, <laughs> Don't exactly. reuse the non-reusable ones. Every day, preferably, you know, not... Uh, and we love sustainability, but mm -hmm. don't use your masks for arts and crafts because we have seen those posts as well, right, Elena? <laughs> yes, yes, we have. <laughs> yeah, someone in Sharing and Scaring was asking what kind of arts and crafts you can do with the used... Uh, face masks. Face masks. Oh. That yeah. sounds like yeah. such <laughs> a bad idea. Yeah, I, I, like, I love the spirit. <laughs> we don't like to waste anything. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm sure you're doing a lot of justice to all our sustainability episodes. But yeah, it's not recommendable. Well, or at least you should like boil them before. But you know, do you really want to go through the hassle? Then you're also wasting, you know, gas and water to boil it. So you know what? While yeah. I while, while while I forget about even hearing that that's that's that about that post on sharing is caring i'm just gonna put on some music right now yes please um, do <laughs> yeah the song is ticket to me by sammy ray and the friends Have a lot of bad days. My stomach got to hurt in the worst way. Singing the blues all on my own in a dark room. Nobody there all on my own in a dark room. But nowadays we got a lot of good news. You finally kicked the cigarettes. I ain't been singing the blues nearly as much since I've been living with you. Love me too much. And I say, you kick it to me, I can make you better, boy. You kick it to me, I can make you better.
we didn't think that it would turn out You started off too quick, you're gonna burn out Turning, you send her home when the night comes Let her go, send her home when the night comes But nowadays we headed to the same place And nowadays we're working at the same place I'm still here, still bright when the night comes Still burning, still bright when the night comes You kick it to me and I make it better for you Kick it to me, I gon' make you better for me Hello, hello, hello. You are listening to Student Radio Maastricht on RTV Maastricht 
107.5 FM. This is Aki, your tech and co-host today speaking. I'm here with Helena. Hello. And Katinka. Hi. Yeah, right now we're still discussing all the corona regulations and everything. And right now we want to talk a little bit more about the reaction there has been to these new regulations. Riots, riots. <laughs> oh, God, riots. Yeah. yeah, I do remember, was it on Thursday? No, was it was last week. Someday last week, when I just remember seeing suddenly seeing a text from Katinka, as a matter of fact, saying, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, tonight at seven o'clock, there's gonna be a riot in Maastricht." Can I just so say, stay at home? Sorry, can I just say it's just like the most Dutch thing I've ever heard to say, like, "Oh yeah, there is a riot planned for seven o'clock." Right. <laughs> also, like, me as the local in the group, knowing about it, getting screenshot from text messages, I was like, "Hey, my lovely international student people, friends." Um, so yeah, there's a riot planned for seven tonight. <laughs> yeah, I like how that, like the the timeliness of, of it. You know, like it's just like okay, we we plan we plan even riots here in this yep. country after dinner because dinner is at six. Oh yeah of course right you have to have energy for the riot okay. it doesn't just happen to be fair <laughs> to be fair though even in the united states like nowadays at least protests are generally planned like you know we're gonna meet at this day and yeah. this day at this time you but know protests or riots though i mean riots riots don't make right riot they happen yeah riots happen that's generally as a result of a generally after a protest yeah that's what i meant you know that's why i thought it was funny that was like oh the riot is planned you yeah. know like there's not even a protest it's just directly a riot <laughs> which is just yeah okay yeah i don't know but still i think i mean we were lucky that it didn't happen in uh, maastricht i do not attribute this to any uh, specific uh, thing i just think they didn't were not really yeah. interested in Maastricht you know I mean, there were <laughs> things planned huh? but yeah. we had our um our hooligans preventing that protecting yeah. our but city did they really though because like from my point of view they just took a stroll around town in a massive group stood in front of the station for a while I saw them from my window because I oh. live there and they were just standing chilling and then they left you know like I don't feel like they protected anything to be honest <laughs> like, i mean we never n will never know obviously but um the police police knows a lot quite a lot more than we think that they know so there were definitely riots planned and um they didn't happen i, th I think it's the only city up until now where something was planned and nothing happened hmm. Like no stores were ruined, no hospitals yeah. where moms Luckily, are giving birth. Torch, <laughs> let's, torch, let's, yeah. let's all knock on some wood at this moment. Yeah, but even so, like even in other cities that aren't Maastricht, there have been a lot of riots and a lot of damage has been done. Like I we're seeing videos of like flipped over police cars and things like this. And seriously, like just bonkers. It it really it felt pretty surreal. Like. To just see these images, you know, and hospitals. Seriously, yeah. What's, what, what's your point? Yeah, that's what I don't understand. You know, like that makes no sense. Like even if you're protesting, uh, you know, like against the rules or whatever, you know, like take it. I don't know. Take it somewhere else. You know, Outside. don't yeah. don't don't torch the COVID facility because you're making things worse. You know, like they have no nothing to do with this. Like I also get that people are like tired, you know, and that they. Uh, and you know a lot of people are frustrated so many people don't have jobs right now and uh, I bet that for like more rioty people staying at home all the time is like 
bad they don't have you know stadiums to go to <laughs> I, mean, I get it my thing though is like, like for me like if they're rioting you're rioting because you're mad about something at this point you're mad about the regulations to me though it doesn't make sense because because we know how this virus works and everything that means that the longer that you're not adhering to regulations the longer the regulations are going to be in place in the first place i have a theory about this mm. you guys want to know it tell us i would love to hear this <laughs> So, because it's weird, right? It doesn't make sense, writing. Even even if you're uh, against vaccines, you're not going to torch uh, a test street or whatever, right? It doesn't make sense. But obviously, this, this came after our curfew. And I think that the only people that are really hurt by this curfew, like actually hurt, um, are, are drug dealers and drug buyers, because that's the only thing you know, that criminal scene, underground scene. It's the only thing where you cannot really work around it. You cannot plan, you know, dinner with your parents. You can plan it earlier. It's not fun, but we can manage. And I think this is the only, yeah, thing where this actually hurt you. And that might have something to do with why all this aggression comes up. Also, full moon. What's mm. full moon? <laughs> that's, that's, that's real. But also, I mean... I don't know, maybe maybe it's the city that I grew up in and, you know, growing up in Philly, I've seen all these things, but like, these things can happen in the daytime if you're if you're if you're if you're really about that life. You can make the the, the time of day is not going to stop. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. just a boiling point. Yeah, right? no. The fr- frustration is getting that bad, and now also the thing maybe that relaxes you or that makes it able for you to get in some extra money doesn't happen, and you're. I mean, we're all bothered by the police by now so i think that's just why everything just came together with that curfew being that last rule everybody actually stopping from being able to do anything um kind of a vague theory based on no facts at all (laughs) that's what (laughs) we do here speculation speculation. (laughs) but um um, i don't know i I mean i guess maybe some of the people were like this this is also what i thought it was a pretty crazy thing because uh, looking at the people, it was all a weird mix, right? It's not like you know a person or like a belief. It's not that a movement, was you know. Yeah. It's just like a bunch of random people going out on the street doing random things. Exactly, you know. So that's why I don't understand. It didn't have like one aim or one clear, like one clear aim or one clear, you know, like thing that they were specifically outraged about. Because as Zaki, as you said. Like we, they can't like okay, we protest the virus, you know, because we this is out of our control. Okay, they're like angry at the regulations, but then you know, like they were not making demands or something. And here we go into like the difference between a protest and just like a random act of like chaos, like there was because like there were no demands, they were not like an organization or something. There's not a movement. It's just like ba- I, yeah. I agree. I, I think it's just people who are just like. I am mad. I'm, I'm going, mad and I'm done. Exactly. Yeah. And they didn't really, there wasn't really any logic to, any logic behind the protest. The protest, I think, the riots, I think, were just an expression of that anger that they're feeling. But I don't think that, that like, sometimes that expression can be useful. But I think at this case, in this point, it just, there really was no point to it at all. Yeah, yeah. I won't say I get you. I feel you, man. All of you rioters out there, I know what you're feeling. Like, just don't, don't. Yeah, throw windows in hospitals where moms are giving birth, please. Yeah, exactly. Please don't do that. Yeah, exactly. It just creates a huge dilemma for everyone. Let's go into a song and then, um, yeah, let's have our last thoughts here on the radio. Um, Because this is quite, uh, yeah, a dilemma, I guess. This is our next song as well, right, Ziki? 
Dilemma um, from Ke- featuring Kelly Rowland and Nelly. And Nelly.
2000s classic early 2000s music uh Delena by nelly featuring kelly roland i remember being like five years old listening to this song on the radio mm-hmm. great music. dancing like helena just did here in the studio waving your hands up yeah. in the air i mean <laughs> is there any other thing that you can do yeah not really <laughs> i i can't <laughs> not a great dancer <laughs> me neither <laughs> okay so anywho Yeah. Uh, it's time for our cultural agenda or yeah well let's wrap up our conversation first any last thoughts any last words about the rights the regulations my last anything? thoughts yeah stay stay at home please so that we can get it over with you yeah know? the longer that the the the, 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 the longer we <coughs> the longer this goes on the longer it must be you know we just gotta just stay home get used to not seeing other people use the technology that we have in our hands you know you oh. can video call people but please we just have to get this over with sooner or later please sooner <laughs> what yeah. are your last thoughts helena yeah also like zaki just stay in let's get this over with because we're all super tired and you know don't go around smashing random stuff just because you're mad because you know i feel like i could do the same but i don't so there, there are much better <laughs> there are much more useful ways to use that energy yeah, yeah organize exactly. a protest a corona proof protest yeah and for which you need to ask The, for permission to the government, you know? <laughs> That's how protests work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll do another show on, uh, on explaining exactly how to get a proper <laughs> protest done. But I agree with you guys, yeah. And for everybody, stay stay mm-hmm. healthy, stay safe. Don't don't ruin businesses and hospitals while moms are giving birth, please. Um, yeah, cultural agenda. Helena, what have you got for us? Um, so one thing that uh, there is tomorrow... Um, at 6.30, if I'm not mistaken, is the Maastricht goes to Calais uh, pub quiz evening. So it's only three euros per team, I believe. So you can join and, you know, have a fun evening with your friends while contributing to a good cause. And uh, another thing next week on the 9th is the first, uh, uh, first uh, let's say, issue of the webinar series from Maastricht oh, for right. Climate. So just tune in on that and you know get to know more about what's going on with the climate yeah awesome and we also have uh, a lot of things i just had a peek into our activity um, there's a lot of things being organized online around languages so there's a speaking arabic thing friday speaking german on saturday cooking with chang in chinese on sunday uh, and a dutch discussion group starting next tuesday So a lot of things around languages and also some other activities. So definitely go check out Activity and all the activities there. Uh, and Saki, uh, any podcast updates? Um, right now we do have one coming up with Bela, right? Yes. yes. I think the new. I think they just released a new episode. Actually. Yeah, yeah the so. second uh, episode is out yeah. already, and uh, that is coming out like this week so we are with student radio master reorganizing our sound cloud so we're making playlists from all our radio shows because it's a lot by now i don't know how many hours we have but it's it's quite a lot go binge listen <laughs> to all our shows but we're re- reorganizing our sound cloud so you have p- playlists by topic uh, and also uh, the podcast so bela's podcast is soon going to be on our soundcloud as well Yay. so uh, if you're interested in queering up the perspective then that is definitely one to listen to um that was it for me anything else we have saki uh no stay safe stay at home oh, oh, more a musica show oh musica, yes. musica, i knew right. there was yes. something 
Mozart Musica. They have the show on Friday uh, with a, D- a DJ or producer, local DJ or producer um, who's doing a DJ set. So go listen to that. It's eight till nine, so you have something to start your quarantine weekend uh, yeah. with awesome music from DJs around Maastricht. Yeah. And then get that party in your house going. Yeah, and if you want to keep it going after nine, from nine uh, to ten or even eleven, there is a Link Soto radio as of last week. So Fridays, oh. there is a whole lot of electronic music going on. All right. Lit. So, yeah, well, thank you all for coming for the show today. Thank you, RTV, for hosting us. Um, Thank you all listeners for listening to this. We're going to end the show now with the, the song The Rhythm of the Night by the group by the name of Corona. <laughs> Bye. Bye.